within. We all have problems, issues, that are not visible to the outsider. When I was a kid, it was sugar. Now, if I was a kid today, I probably would have, I'd probably get my dopamine from video games or playing on my phone, but no, for me, my fix to pick me up was sugar. Now, you can hide a lot of things from your parents, but sooner or later, our problems will come into conflict with reality, right? For me, it was the dentist. So I'd go twice a year, but I would walk out with like three cavities, which I thought was normal. And if I was willing to endure the pain of that visit, I could live my life however I wanted. And then I heard something that changed my perspective. Someone said to me, you don't have to floss all your teeth. I was like, really? I don't? And they said, no, just the ones you want to keep. <laughs> and something changed that it wasn't about what others wanted for me. It was about what did I want? Which teeth did I want to keep? You know, and it's, side note, my dad has a full set of dentures, and so I thought that was just what life handed you at some point. I thought it was my destiny. I thought I was stuck in this place, and there's, what's the point of fighting it? And yet, what did I do? I realized it didn't have to be that way, that I had some agency in it. So I started brushing and flossing my teeth every day. And you know what? Today, I don't need anyone to tell me what to do. <laughs> no matter how late at night, no matter how I feel, I've built up the virtue of flossing every day. Virtue is the firm and habitual disposition to do the good. So it's it's habit. It's, it's easy. It's second nature. You don't have to think about it. It just, it comes naturally from within you. Moses today presents these, the statutes and decrees of the Lord. And, and those things are, they start as something external, but they're meant to be internalized. You know, when they say, you know, thou shalt not kill your neighbor, at the end of the day, it's, it's better if you're like, I actually don't want to, you know, like, but it starts out here and it, and it works its way in. So, and, and those laws that the truth of God as it's revealed, as, as is pointed out today, there's, there's something that's wise. There's something that's intelligent about God's laws. And so, for example, when I was a kid, uh, my mom would say, don't touch the stove. And then she would whack my hand away because I didn't understand it. But now as I get older and I understand how conduction or you know, fire <laughs> works and heat transfers, like I don't need somebody to explain for me. I don't need a law that tells me not to touch the hot stove. Like I, I naturally do not want to touch a hot stove, right? And, and there's wisdom in that, right? Like, like for example, when, when somebody we know and they, they reach over and they touch the hot stove, you're like, idiot, what are you doing? You know, like, that's dumb. <laughs> that, that when we violate it, we see kind of the lack of intelligence there. It works that way for all of 
God's statutes, God's laws, you know? Um, recently, somebody shared, a, a student shared with me that their father is on his fifth marriage. And I, I think that man would actually be the first one to look over at another couple. For example, we're actually, the Mass today is celebrated for a couple in our community that's celebrating 60 years this month. So it's really beautiful. He would be the first one to look at this couple and say, man, you're lucky. I want what you have. Like, that's really beautiful. And, and, and don't we actually speak like that? We say, you're lucky. When we see a goodness, you're like, wow, you're just lucky to have that goodness. But goodness is not luck. Goodness is God. Goodness is a choice every day to do the hard work to get there. That, that 60 years of marriage takes a lot of conversations, a lot of uncomfortable conversations. A lot of, there's a lot of pleasant times, but it's, it's doing it day after day, and we build up the virtue, the habit, and it gets easier. So how do we get to that place? Well, Jesus points out that the actions of a person come from within. And so, right, most habits, most actions, they start externally and they work their way to the interior. And I think college is the perfect time to work on this. So this past week is an example for me. Um, it's been so beautiful this week that, that hundreds and hundreds of college students have descended upon the Newman Center this week. Like literally every day. And what's awesome is that none of them had to be here. They came because they wanted to. Now, there was, there's food and that helps, you know, and celebrations and things and friends. But, but do you see what was happening is this choice from within to make a good choice for myself. And, and the more we make those choices, it gets easier to, to do it again. It's coming from within. Um, a beautiful moment, as an illustration, is uh, at Newman night, um, there was one young man who very courageously raised his hand and he said to the speaker in, in front of 100 plus of his peers, I've been away from my faith for two years. How do I get back into it? That's somebody who's not motivated from the outside. That's somebody who, from within them, says, I want this good thing, and I need help to do it. And when we want something good, when, when, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. The God who wants us to grow in, in goodness and virtue that, that it begins with our desire. So let me ask you, what do you want? Now, if you're human and you look at your heart, our hearts are not perfectly pure. Does God know that? Like, it's okay. That like Jesus says all these things that come from within, like it's, it's, it's mixed, it's mixed. So does God know that? Yes. And how does God feel towards me? He loves me. He wants to help me. And he thinks that I'm worth dying for, that, that Jesus died for us while we were yet still sinners. And so we can ask this. 
What do I do, Father? I, I want to pass my classes, and I do most of my work, but sometimes I still cheat. Does that make me a bad person? No, it, it, you, you're human. You're a person. And let me ask you, is the goal to get good grades? Or is the goal to learn the material? Now, if the goal is just to get good grades, then the law has not become internalized. But if I learn the material, I want to learn the material, you will get good grades. Maybe not perfect, but good. And at the end of the day, when we look in the mirror, we cannot feel guilty and be happy at the person looking back at us. Here's another example. Father, I want to be a good spouse, but I, I, I keep looking at pictures online. My response, Father Matt's response, it's okay. Father, it's okay to do that? No, 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 no. It's, it's okay? No, here's what I mean. I mean, it's not helpful. Yes, it, it distorts the way we look at the opposite sex. It makes us think about things that are not going to help us grow in virtue. What, what I mean by that is, that's where we are today. The question is, where do you want to be? Well, I, I want to be a faithful spouse. I, wanna, I don't want to look at that stuff anymore. How do I get there? Well, and here's what we do. How do our hearts get purified? We take the good, the bad, and the ugly. That we feel, ugh. But God is not put off by. And we bring it to the Lord. We bring it to the light. And, and so, say you're looking at something and you feel, you feel really guilty. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I saw that. What do you say? You say, God, I, would, I, God, I was just looking at this. Because, I don't know, I mean, something about me wants this. But I don't know that I want this. What I, what I want is love. I mean, I want, I want to be married. Is that so bad, God? I mean, no. I, I want to be married, and I have these desires, and I, and I want to be happy, and I want to have a family. That's what I want. And so what happened there is by being courageous and willing to bring all that stuff that's bubbling up within us to the Lord that we were able to sift it with the Lord and to be able to see more clearly that which is good and say, that's what I want. I don't want this. I want that. And God says, great. Well, let's go there together. Let's, let's do this together. It's like, yeah, but I, I keep falling. And it's like, well, that, it's okay. It's not virtue yet. It hasn't become a habit yet. But if... You keep turning to me. If you keep reminding yourself of what you want, that together we're going to get there. That that's how change happens. You know, I, I think sometimes we can be so harsh on ourselves. Like, we could be one of two things. Sometimes they're like, I'm not, I'm not a bad person. I'm a good person, you know. But the other hand, sometimes good people, what they'll say is like, oh, I did this one thing and we totally beat ourselves up. And it makes me think a little bit of like, I don't know if this analogy helps. It makes me think of golf. You know, when I started golfing, like one out of 10 swings was a good one. And so I could look at that and say, I'm a bad person. I'm terrible. 
But over time, it became like one and eight, <laughs> one and seven, one and six. And then it became like, you know, like one and two. And I, I, today, today, hmm, if I'm honest, hmm, you know, um, today it's like three and five. You know, 60% of the time, Father Matt Lowry lines up and the ball does what I want it to do. And you know, if I focus on things that are going wrong and I beat myself up for it, it's just, you, you, first of all, you're not fun to play with, but, um, and you're not having a good time. But instead, what I've learned to do is I, I take all that and I bring it to a friend, a coach, a better golfer, and I say, what am I doing? Can you help me? I desire, I want to be able to hit the ball straight. I wanna, I wanna do well. I wanna be, be virtuous with my actions. And I need your feedback. I need your support. And probably a whole lot of humility and God's grace to make it happen. And so that's the invitation from God today is to be able to bring all that we're experiencing, the good and the bad and the ugly, to bring it to God, if we want. We don't have to. You don't have to do any of this. But that's the path. And, and by bringing that to him, that God waits for it, that he, he enters into it with us. And with him comes freedom, comes goodness, comes peace. That me opening up and inviting God in, it makes me experience his goodness and all that he desires, freedom, happiness, peace, from within.